We're minus one, but we gained one, right? So welcome back to our Tuesday edition, Still Dope. And we have the fabulous Tracy with us this week. I know you guys have seen her before. I would be, I tie am I, you know, our hanging buddy. <laughs> and our fashionista. She keeps, us, she keeps us in the know of all the shiznos that's going down in the fashion industry <laughs> and the word on the street. So welcome, Miss Tracy. Hi, still dopers. H how are you? I'm well. I'm well for this frigid Tuesday. Is it cold outside? It's a little wet. A little. It's a little cold. A little chilly. Yeah. I had to go run an errand this morning and I had the, the ridiculous notion to put on a little old sweatshirt and I walked outside and I was like, uh, no ma'am, go back in the house and get your damn coat. Stop mm -hmm. acting like it's, it's May. Cause it ain't. No, I've been it was at the desk all day, all day since 7am. And I'm like, just about to cut free after this. I don't know what I'm going to do with myself. <laughs> You better go pour yourself a glass of wine and make some dinner and call it a night. I might have a cookie, a cookie maybe. You know I'm not having no wine. It's Taco Tuesday, guys. Just don't go get no Big Mac, all right? <laughs> well, that Big Mac I had the other day was damn good. No, all right, no. ladies, so let's like kind of jump into it. So today we're, we're kind of like um, piggybacking off of last week's episode of Married at First Sight when Dom decided that she was going to cut her divorce. And so Tanya and I and Tracy, we got to talking, like, what is it that women want? And then we started really rifting on what are some of our unconventional men that we're attracted to? Really wanted Chris to be here because I know he's got a couple of unconventional women that he's attracted to. So we wanted to discuss that. But before we go into that, we got to talk about the Chris Rock special on Saturday because that is blowing up the internet. I, for one, did not see it. It was mm -hmm. on my calendar. I, I know, Ty's like, wait, what? <laughs> I was going to watch it. And then as I started to yesterday, I'm like, you know, I don't want to see Black people beefing anymore. And I know that's probably not what it was about. I don't really know um, what he talked about. I knew probably Jada and Will would come up into it, but I just didn't have the heart for it this time. I just like, you know, I'm gonna pass until all of this kind of dies down because it's not even so much them beefing, it's this team beefing against Will, this team beefing against Chris and everybody beefing against Jada. I wanted to stop, but I do want you guys' opinion. So you all kind of like, you know, go let me know what I miss. If I should just go ahead and just watch it, what? Tracy, go ahead. Uh, listen, Tracy, you watched it live. I didn't watch it live. Yeah. Um, I watched it yesterday, so I didn't get the whole after live show. Um, but I'm I'm curious. I'm 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 gonna be very careful. So I'm, I want to see what Tracy's thoughts. So I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you have this. Go on, sis. So I have to. I have to paint the picture. I first of all set a timer on my Netflix on my television. I set a reminder in my phone. Oh, you were and serious? And I watched the pre-show, the live <laughs> recording, 
and the after show. I was not playing around. I needed to know what was all being said because I've been a Chris Rock fan from like the 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 early days, like the I'm gonna get you sucker days. Like mm-hmm. pour it in my hand for a dime. <laughs> days. You understand? So I believe like this man is so talented, so amazing. I couldn't reduce his entire career to the slap. Mm-hmm. And I think what a lot of people are forgetting is that leading up to that moment, both of these men have these really beautiful histories for all of us. I mean, Chris Rock did his his whole hair documentary. He did, you know, all these amazing, all these amazing uh, things in Hollywood as far as his acting career. Has he said some real crazy, reckless things? Yes, that's what he built his whole comedy career on. Will Smith came from being a rapper who was not taken very seriously, not really respected in his industry to being this um, this really amazing kind of iconic actor. So when these two Black men came to a head at the Oscars last year, I was shocked. You know, I, I hadn't seen it happen live. I was DVRing it and then I was on, I think, Instagram. Things started blowing up on Instagram like, oh my God, was that real? Was that real? And I was like, what happened? So I immediately jumped to my DVR, rewinded it like maybe two, three minutes after it happened and saw it happen on my DVR. I was like, whoa, this is not fake. This is real. In the moment, I, I so many emotions ran through me. So fast forward to me watching this last week. I was proud of the fact that so many people came out to support Chris Rock. Very proud of the fact that he did an amazing set up until the point where he brought up Will and Jada, which I felt was a low point of the entire thing. I, I feel like that's where he he lost any, <laughs> any integrity that he had gained for the entire, really? yes, he didn't have to do that. He didn't have to do it. He called Jada a bitch, which I think was very unnecessary. Jada did not slap you. You did not have to refer to this woman as a bitch. You did not have to drag her for sleeping with her son's friend, which is tacky, very, you know, frowned upon in American society, but not her battle. Whatever beef you guys have behind the scenes, she's not the one that assaulted you. So, and then he ended up flubbing the joke about Will Smith, the big joke that was like the one that was supposed to be like the nail in the coffin about the movie Emancipation. He he friggin' face planted the damn joke. Yeah. At the end of the day, he just looked like a kind of like a tired old man wearing like a teenager's outfit. (laughs) It, It just took away from the entire moment, which up to that point could have been a really amazing like reclamation for him. That was my take. Okay, that's interesting. Go ahead, Tanya. I absolutely loved it. Okay. I wasn't feeling his, like you, Tracy, I have been a fan of Chris Rock since hilarious. way back in the day. I mean, I'm talking jacked up teeth Chris Rock 
talk like you said, and I'm gonna get you sucker. How much for one rib? One rib. One rib. And I've been a fan of his ever since. Um, I would like to beg to differ because I the whole time I was watching the show on Netflix, I was like, I'm looking at the clock, I'm looking at the time, and I'm like, you were right. waiting. Like we got we got sixty minutes here. This show is only sixty minutes. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, when are we gonna get to Will and Jada? I'm like, you had me waiting a whole year. Let's get to this. And then when he got to it, I just wanted more. He didn't. He he didn't give me. Like I'm like that's it. When he when it ended, I was like their own jokes about themselves. Like <laughs> they do their own comedy about themselves without knowing it. <laughs> You're right. But here's the thing, like everything Chris Rock said, and I know Chris Rock is getting some flack on, you know, calling Jada a bitch and talking about her entanglements and all of that. But at the end of the day, Will and Jada talk about it. Yeah, they, they bring they air all their, they bring all their mess to the red table talk. So don't let's not judge Chris for spilling the tea that's already been spilled i'm not judging him for it i'm just i just feel like he like the content about his daughter to me was hilarious like that was top not i loved it loved that content about his daughter now what I'll, I'll tell you the joke that i felt he dragged out too long was the one about uh women his age i didn't really like that content too much but you know what I was a little triggered by it, but you know what? A little bit. I get so for it. For sake, I didn't. Um, what was the content of the joke, women his age? But obviously, he, it was putting them down. He said he preferred dating younger women because he could buy them a pair of shoes, and they'll be okay. women, women his age, which I consider to be our age, is, mm -hmm. who want you to repair their roof or fix their car for them. But here's the thing. It's jokes. I didn't take it. I wasn't offended yeah. by it. I literally, when he, when he talked about it and he's like, you know, these young girls, they, they're like, Hey daddy. Okay. Daddy. Okay. Bye. I need a pair of shoes, daddy. And I was dying laughing. And then he was like, women dating women my age. They're like, can you fix my roof? Cause I'm like, I took that personal, not in a bad way. Cause I'm like, Motherfucker, that's the shit I just said. I own a home, and you know what? If you want to be with me, I don't. I will wear pay less shoes all day, every day. But bro, if you can help, if you really want to help me out, yeah, fix my roof, fix my HVAC system outside, my my you know my friggin' air conditioning, my heating system, renovate my kitchen. I'm okay with that. Oh. I'm an avid Still Dope podcast listener, and I remember you guys were talking about the travel bros, vacation bros, whatever the hell. So for Passport me, bros. I'm like, these are the type of fools that will be listening, that type of ilk will be listening to him like, yeah, you right. That's why I'm, I'm going to Santo Domingo because these American women, all they want to do is spin up your money. Like I just, it was giving me like, the wrong people are gonna hear this. And I guess they were gonna feel like that anyway. Well, like the wrong people are gonna hear this and be like, yeah, let me date somebody 15 years my junior because they're cheap. You but know, from like- the joke, from what you say, I, you're I spending money it. regardless. 
it just it just sounded like i don't know i felt like a little seed of it devalued uh older women i just did i i was like it sounds like it devalued younger women too it really wasn't it really wasn't kind to black women period it okay. was they were jokes but i was like you're so talented you could have told some other jokes mm -hmm. and it went on too long in my opinion but yeah. he, he was like i he was like i don't stay buff to listen to anita baker i'm trying to date doja cat i'm like doja cat don't want you Sorry. But he said that before. So okay, so from one of his one of his other sets, one of his other shows, like that's classic Chris Rock when he said, "Yeah, I just want to date Joja Cat," because he brought that up before in one of his stand-up comedies on Netflix, where he was talking about dating older women as opposed to young women, and he yeah. was all about because I just want to. I he's like I felt, and he he made himself the butt of the joke when he was like, yeah. "I'm looking at Rihanna," like. Yeah, he saw that's, he like was in the same. So that's room what he Rihanna. needed. That's that's the balance that the joke needed, and it did mm. not have. He did not make enough fun of himself and men his age to give that joke the balance that it probably needed. He, but I he didn't felt, have to do that because he, he, I needed it. <laughs> no, I didn't need it because I'm like I remember when he said he made fun of himself as the old man in the room trying to still be in this Holly, he's in this Hollywood scene. And now he's looking at people like Rihanna and Beyonce and whoever. And he's yeah. like, yeah, like thinking he's going to get him. He's like, and they're looking at me like, I'm the old, uh, I'm the old dusty uncle. And I'm like, because you are. Yeah, you are. I feel like I, 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 don't, I mean, I didn't see it. So I'm not going to really make a comment on that because it does sound like he kind of went he he really kind of talked about the younger and the older. But you're right, Shahida. He did kind of dog out younger women because yeah. he made it sound like they could just literally. He's like they put the shoes on and then and they just walked around like, "How do you see the daddy?" And it was mm -hmm. a joke. It was mm -hmm. a joke. Don't get me wrong. And it is not to be taken literally. It really is right. to be taken literally. But it was just kind of like, "Oh, come on, Chris. You could. He. I feel like he could have done better." I just think it was Chris's moment. Chris is a Chris is smart for doing wait he he didn't say shit for the whole year he said and a couple, of things. He said a couple he of things waited and not he, much she didn't say much he created he said a little bit but he didn't say a whole much he didn't mm -hmm. say a whole lot and he didn't he never acknowledged will and jada period he came out i i find it i, I shouldn't say genius because that's not genius i would say it's mm -hmm. it's it's perfect timing and it's smart on his part from an entertainer standpoint where he's everybody's talking about Chris and the Oscars are on Sunday. And everybody, you don't think that he's somebody, hosting, right? Who's hosting? No, it's a, I think it's Jimmy Kimmel hosting, but you don't, please don't. No, the timing, the timing was great, but because of the way they framed it, like, that it was such a big thing and then they have like all these other comics and actors come out and talk about his career arsenio who i didn't even realize arsenio had given him his first tv appearance i don't I remember, remember that mm -hmm. and then arsenio was on the show it, and it, they had kareem abdul jabbar like it was so oh, i'm pissed that i'm pissed that netflix didn't leave it on netflix so that we can watch it so let me ask you i'm sorry you to can't watch it the the, the I, it, it wasn't showing up it wasn't showing up but tracy let me ask you this because um i want to know if this was addressed 
he wore the prince sign necklace mm -hmm. on his neck. Yeah. In the intro, he was like getting himself together and he put the necklace on. Was that addressed uh, either in the beginning I, or the after party as why he was wearing that? I don't think so. There's some connection that I heard like after the fact, like people were just talking randomly about it. There's some connection with him and Prince, but I don't think it was addressed in the the uh, before after party. And he didn't talk about it in his set that I can yeah. recall about Prince. One more thing I want to bring up on on the on the Chris Rock special, because I know we're like airing a bunch of stuff. And for those of y'all that haven't watched it, well, sorry, not sorry. Y'all had time. I know. Spoiler but, alert. Sorry. Yeah, spoiler <laughs> alert, but not spoiler alert, because y'all had time. I watched it yesterday. Um, he was dead ass on point, And I am, I stand for Meghan Markle, but he was dead ass on point when he talked about Meghan Markle. He definitely was. He definitely, yeah. And I don't think he I read it. But I don't. I, I maybe I don't have the right context. So I'm gonna have to watch you it. You gotta watch it. When I read it, was not feeling it. You gotta watch it. I, and, and 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 see, that was my thing. Probably another reason why when I he was talking it. about that that black people also want to know <laughs> what color the baby's gonna be. Uh, thank part. you. So he so he wasn't, I think the way he said it made it sound a little more crazy. What what he was really trying to say, and actually, so this is why context in the after party, Arsenio was like, he was like, that was a teaching moment. Because so here's the thing you have to understand about the after party. It was Arsenio Hall, um, what's her name? Molly from Insecure, Yvette or Yvonne oh, Orgy. Yeah. Yvonne Orgy. David Spade, Dana Carvey, so these two cis white men, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and J.B. Smooth. So Arsenio was <laughs> black explaining to the two white guys. He said, you know, in, in the black community, when a baby's born, we look at their ears to because we know that the top of the ears is what complexion the baby's going to be. It's not like that's just a thing. Like he's like everybody's grandmother. Like literally, mm -hmm. that's a thing we do. And he said that's something that's cultural. It, he didn't say it in the context of like, oh, we we're looking for, you know, it wasn't a, a colorism thing per se. He was trying to say he's just saying that's to explain to you what he was talking about. To, to, and these two white men were in, they were in desperate fear. <laughs> they were. <laughs> David Spade was like, I ain't saying Jack. Don't, don't, don't. No, Dana, Dana Carvey <laughs> did an Obama impression and he should not have gone there. It was real, it was kind of bad. And Kareem Abdul Jabbar <laughs> being like this really proud Muslim and like such an esteemed black man, he was just, he wasn't there for a lot of the chicanery that JB Smooth was doing. So it was, it was such an awkward after show. But Arsenio was like just explaining, but that's what Chris Rock was trying to say. Like, we, we want to know too. Like, and of course, we were just like, dang, what's this baby going to look like when Harry and Meghan, Meghan's baby was born? Then when they had the other one, we were like, okay, now we thought of what this one looked like. Now, is this one going to look like um, the grandma? Like, what, what, what's, because we know as we black all people, wanted some tan babies. <laughs> and we want, we were like, yeah, what's it going to be? Dark skin with like red hair? Like, what's going to pop out? We don't know. But there's so, the difference. But the difference, like, he, he tried to make, 
Like he, I mean, he stated he, he stated was, he was fact. making the parallel. He was he just he stated was the that fact that yeah. not not a one black person could argue that because he knows well, why would people all know we think in the same damn thing. When I read, why were people upset? I get that. What you're people saying. were upset because he was like because he was basically calling, in so many words, he was basically calling Megan Mar Megan Markle dumb, like. You didn't yeah. know, like, or ignorant. I shouldn't naive. say you know, say naive, naive or ignorant in the fact that you don't like. She went on Oprah talking about the, the racism and the whole thing, the colors. I mean, like, he's they like created. They created race, like not created racism. He's like they're the the like the kings of it. Literally, they're the kings, kings and queens, queens of, of colonialism. They yeah, have like, been infiltrated and stolen lands and and jewels and everything like, from all these countries. Cool. Yeah, and you're going to cool. tell me now you're surprised because you married into it. And now you're surprised that these people are racist. And I was like, you right. right. You right, Chris. I but wasn't mad at that I, joke. I, I, might be a little naive on this side too because when charles took that moment to walk her down the aisle i'm like oh there was that 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 whole moment where i thought oh they're going to step up and be decent people i never he, i felt like he didn't, <laughs> that's what i'm saying i was incredibly naive on that because he didn't have to do that and i thought that was a wonderful gesture considering her father was a total piece of shit and treated her so badly right before that wedding. And then him saying, let me do it. Cause he could have just not did anything. Um, so I was hoping that they would do the right thing. Um, I didn't expect so a whole lot. It's, so it's twofold. She's black and she's American. Like she, baby mm -hmm. girl, they have a chance. Yeah. None. Yeah. And I think that Charles, the only reason, when I saw that, don't get me wrong, when I saw Charles step in and walk her down the aisle, yeah, I got a little flustered, like, oh, that's nice. But I'm saying to myself, these motherfuckers don't do shit. I don't think he's without nothing. He was doing it for to save face because he knows that eventually mommy's going to be dead soon. And now he's trying to save face and get some, you know, oh, we love Charles and what have you. I don't think he's the one that was giving her a hard time. So, and I don't, they never confirmed it, but I think they said the one that was actually giving her a hard time was his sister and like uh, Harry's aunt and was the one that was giving her a really hard time. And then Kate just wasn't being helpful. Which you know, whatever that yeah, that could just be from in law rivalry stuff. Mm -hmm. She don't even like her own husband. So what was she gonna like you for? But um, I think when I think Megan got in over her head. In in yeah. listen, people who don't have a two nickels to rub together and no family notoriety can't get along with their in laws. So and that, and that could be that's racial. It could be cultural. It could be whatever it was and it was it's two different cultures she's not she's not british she's american she's worldly she's divorced i mean she is like camilla on steroids oh. that's like 
Oh, no, don't you ever don't you take that back. Back. She is not Camilla. She, no. Camilla, listen, it's because I'm just saying Camilla's divorce. That's all I'm saying. So Camilla like, is a fucking side chick. No, we can't compare Megan no, to Camilla. Y'all get it right. Diana was the side chick. Y'all can say what you want. Diana, Camilla was there before her. You know what? You right on that one. But at the end of the day, the reality of this is he married Diana and she was the wife. Because, she, because he couldn't marry, he couldn't marry a woman that was already married. But well, that, that is what I had admitted. Maybe if he stood his, stood his um, um, stood up, then he would have had what he wanted instead of fucking up everybody's life. But, but all right, we, we have digressed. Yeah, Let's jump off of this. I, so both of y'all are giving the show a two thumbs up, then, right? I say you got to watch it. I'm giving it two thumbs up and a and a and a twist around the world. Hey, yes, I love me some. Chris. And you know, I got a little twitch twitch when he said he was single because I thought he was dating again. Uh, I'm like, oh, Chris, you know, take my black Ooh, that's ass. A, that's, a good that's a good segue. Mm-hmm. For the- <laughs> yeah, we're going into like our unconventional crushes and <laughs> who we like. And so you can actually start, Tanya. Oh no, I don't want to start with Chris Rock. I've always I've always had a crush on Chris Rock because really? I, like, really? I like I like funny, I like I like to laugh. Yeah. So for me, Chris Rock and any type of comedian that is gonna make me laugh, I'm I'm good with that. But I've always steered away, like I've always been attracted to like funny guys, but a, dealing with a comedian such as a Chris Rock, I don't know if I could date them per se, because I don't, I saw an interview a long time ago with um, Jim Carrey. And he was like, you know, it's hard for me to have relationships and maintain marriages and relationships because the people that I, I get with, they always want me to be on my game, like making them laugh. He's like, I feel like I can't be serious or if I'm feeling sad or if I'm feeling like I need some alone time, you know, they just want, they're looking at me like, make me laugh, motherfucker. And I'm like, you know what? That is true. So as much as I like to laugh, I don't know if I would, I could date someone like Chris Rock or like a Marlon Wayans or Arsenio Hall or whoever, because I'd be looking at them like, Motherfucker, make me laugh. Say it broke. Tell well, me. Someone like Chris Rock and like Dave Chappelle, they're extremely funny, but they're very smart men. You very can have smart. a very serious conversation because they know society issues. They know political issues. They know black issues. You know, I find them to be very re- well-rounded as, as men. So I would see, I could see you dating somebody like that. But anyway, so let's let's say what unconventional means to us as we get into like, you know, who our list is, because I, my, my list wasn't as long as I thought it was going to be. Oh, I got some doozies oh for you. <laughs> so I got some doozies. Unconventional, like people who you wouldn't normally or just judging from my personality, you wouldn't think that I would be attracted to. So they're a little like offbeat, maybe, you know, different race. But some, which I found crazy, was I don't think that they're unconventional for me. I think that, you know, they're gettable. (laughs) 
so maybe by unconventional, like maybe people might be shocked. Like for you, it might make sense, but other people might be like, oh, I didn't see that coming. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I already know my zingers. I got zingers. All so, right. So who wants to start? The guest? Should we, should we, should we go by like Come a on, Tracy. Should we go by like a theme? Like, so we already started with comedy. Do you have a comedy one, Shanita? You know what? Yeah, let's start with a yeah, let's start with a comedy one. It would be Bill Burr. Oh, I ain't mad at you on that one because Bill Bill Burr stands for the black woman. Well, you know that's you know that's up my alley, Shahida, because the red hair, Mm. and which is not like he's not cute to me. He's like ugly cute, you know. But I don't call him ugly. But he's just like it's it's the bald head. It's you. I don't think there's a a time in his career where I was like, damn, he's fine. But when he starts talking, it's like, okay, well, hi, right? <laughs> like, like a little, a little soda, just a little soda. I could, I could see it. I would date him. Who you got? If I was single, if I was single for a comedian. So, I, I had one that I kind of floated past you guys before, but I'm, I'm switching it up. If we're talking comics. I would have to go, and this is a, a departure for me from what I said before, but for me, unconventional would be, and may he rest in peace, I would say Bernie Mac. Because normally, yeah, like I now in my, in my, you know, now that I'm a woman of a certain age, I would say if he was still around, like, yeah, he probably would, because just funny you know he's got the stature because i like a taller man you know i like a brown skin man he had a good head of hair on him and i i like men with big eyes i don't know i, I really like I like a little bit of a bug-eyed man sometimes so yeah a little you <laughs> like a man with a thyroid problem huh? i like to know right like right got a little, little <laughs> going on <laughs> I just said I had to put it out there. Yeah, we're talking about comedians. You like a man with a thyroid problem. <laughs> he was. He was. He was but I, I, yeah, I don't see that as a, a big segue away from you either. I can see that for you. But so no. But I really do like in like in real life. I like fine men. It's me, Bernie Mac, is not fine. So no, no. Okay. Okay. Tanya. So. From the comedian, okay, we already talked about Chris Rock and Dave Chappelle, which I think that neither one of them are are like aesthetically traditional, traditionally, yeah. Mm-hmm. But they're funny and they're smart, and I like a smart man. Like mm-hmm. smartness gives me the willies. But I'm gonna tell you right now, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm just gonna throw this monkey wrench into this. Y'all need to follow this brother on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, whatever, because motherfucking Emmanuel Lewis got me shook. Webster. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Birthday twin. Yes. Emmanuel Lewis. Webster. <laughs> I thought you were going to say like Cat Williams. Nope. Webster. Wait, nope. Emmanuel Lewis, the, the, the TV? Webster. God forgive me, I shouldn't I shouldn't have said that. I take that back. But you know, little Webster. I didn't know he was still alive. Oh, he's alive. And he is 
out in them streets on the, the following. I need I need to see what's going on. Go to his TikTok. He be on TikTok. Webster <laughs> Emmanuel <laughs> Lewis. Emmanuel Lewis won me over one night. I was on TikTok. I, you know, anybody that knows me knows that I go to bed early and I wake up at like 2.30 in the morning or 1.30 in the morning and I'm wide awake mm -hmm. and now I'm on, I'm on TikTok Emmanuel for three hours. Lewis. All right. And Emmanuel Lewis was live on TikTok and he was playing his music. He was in his house, luxuriating, having a cocktail, playing 80s and 90s R&B music. And somebody commented talking about he this is when Emmanuel Lewis won me over and I was like little man I will date you and hold your hand and walk down the street in my stiletto high heels and damn a motherfucker that tries to talk throw shade to us he you was like him. oh I oh hell yeah I date him he's our age child he might I think he might be like maybe a year or two younger than us but he's in our age group but he was like he was playing his music. He was just doing, living his best life. And somebody had commented about, oh, you're a washed up old actor or whatever. You ain't got, you know. Oh, so rude. And he literally looked at the comment and I'm just, I'm, this is me. I'm laying in bed watching his shit. I'm like, look, look at little Webster. Luxuriating, living his best life. And Webster, I saw the comment and Webster was like, oh, he's like, you know, I haven't had a house payment. I haven't paid a mortgage in like 35, 40 years. He's like, this house has been paid for. I got other properties. He was just like throwing it out there. And I'm just like, he's like, yeah. He's like, no, that's not that kind of party. I ain't got no yeah. debt. And I was like, and you know me, I was like, I, I want to go. I want to, I wanted to type and say to him, you want to go out on a date? You slid in the DM, Sonia. I didn't slid, but I wanted to be like, you know, I do you like a tall girl with high heels because I'll take you out on a date and I'll pay for it. I give a he shit. He did have nice hair. He still got his hair, and he is gutter. He and when I not gutter, I'm, I take that back. He is petty as hell. Emmanuel Lewis <laughs> brings the pettiness, and I stand for it. And I legit low key crush on Emmanuel Lewis. If Emmanuel oh, Lewis crushing on oh, Tanya, you did not come to you did not come to play. I, I didn't come to play. Emmanuel Lewis literally. If Emmanuel Lewis slid, hey Emmanuel, if you slid into my DMs to tag him, we going to we going to dinner. We going to dinner, and it's on me. Okay. What? I am ready. Amen. Come on, Emmanuel. We said I'm legit. I legit was standing for Emmanuel after that. I was like, I want to go out with you. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to be your girl, but but maybe and beautiful, beautiful skin as well. I don't remember this. I remember Webster. I just never seen him as a grown adult. I've seen him like maybe not recently, but maybe like pandemic time when everybody was online. Definitely saw him like in a bit. I want to say in a bathrobe too, Tanya. Like, I'm yeah. telling you, petty. He's petty, and I live for it. And I love me some Emmanuel Lewis. He still looked the same, Shahida. He just a little bit thicker, and he, you know, but he still looked the same. But uh, don't stunt, don't you stunt on Emmanuel Lewis now? 
and tailored outfits. Mm -hmm. 100%. Is he, is he, is he, because I know he's not tall. Is he slender or? No. Okay. I'm going to look him up. I'll look him up and see. Look any other up. comedians? Any other comedians? I feel like I have a list. Well, he's of more of an actor. So are we segging to actors now? Well, I, yeah, I we can segue to actors. It doesn't, it, just go. It doesn't matter. Let's just because <laughs> I, I got. I, I'm telling you, I got some doozies for you. Fine, you got a list. Well, did you? You said it. You said a comic, though, right? Well, you, well, you said Chris Rock, but um, yeah, I like. Oh, she said Webster. Oh, that. Well, well, he. I guess he's he's a comedian. Well, he's not like a a, a stand up comedian. Does he do stand up? Does he do? But no, I like. No, I, um, Tanya, I know. I know who your. I know who your comedy guy is. It's yeah. Orlando. Orlando Jones, yes. And you know when Orlando Jones won me over? It's the eyes. It's the eyes. But when he won me over, because I used to see Orlando Jones like do a stand up and be in other like shows and stuff. And I would be like, I thought he weird. He I thought he looked weird. Sorry, not sorry. I just thought he <laughs> was a weird looking duck. But Orlando Jones, there's a there was a show. I'm I don't know if it's still showing, but it was on. I think it was on Stars called American, American Gods. Gods. I knew you were gonna say that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I was obsessed with American Gods, and there is a scene in American Gods that Orlando and Orlando Jones got fight. And I, oh, I'm, I, I might be talking. I might be not. It might not be true. So I'm not gonna say got fired. But he got let go, or he was no longer, he was not, no longer asked to participate in the show anymore because he did a scene of, um, he was like the devil, I think it was. Shahida, did you see that? I did. Well, he, was like, he was like the devil in a suit on the slave ship in the transatlantic slave trade. And in the bottom of the, the ship where, you know, mm. all these African men were chained up and he shows up and he literally, that literally is like five to 10 minutes of the best television I've ever seen in my life. He felt every bit of what he said. And I sat there and was like, I was laying in my bed and I was like, listen to me. It was at that moment that I fell in. I literally fell in love with Orlando Jones, and there is nothing that Orlando Jones can't do. He, I don't care if Orlando Jones does some old trifling ass step and fetch yeah. shit. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna stand for him. Everybody, go watch American. Just YouTube it. Don't even go to. Don't even go to Star. Just, just, just YouTube that, that, that Orlando segment. Jones American God scene, and you will thank me. See, that's the thing, too, is like you can get wrapped up in a character and you're more attracted to the character than the actual actor. That's why I found like with my list it's the character. Like if you're talking TV, Omar <laughs> does it for me from The oh, Wire. From the wire, the wire. Ooh, Michael and Williams. Just him with coming into a scene. Everybody's scurried. When Omar walks down the street, everybody was like, here come Omar. Everybody leave. Here come Omar. Everybody leave. No, but I agree with you on that one. With, with the scar, just like. Mm. Right. Like, and that was just him. Remember him as Mouse? 
in um, um devil in the blue dress he has that 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 character that is like so dangerous mm-hmm. but the it's best like, one who chalky white oh rock empire yeah chalky white please child girl and that was the one i missed well, I you saw you it. I binge it a lot all of, of work call out of work all the rest of the week and then <laughs> we gotta watch that Bulu. we gotta watch I that so oh oh my god so speaking of boardwalk empire that's one from my list whoa steve buscemi whoa. that's a, that's a rough one but he could get it though he really could like under the right circumstances he 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 does it for me again boardwalk empire well, you know I what? Like I ain't gonna judge because wait till you hear my next zinger. Ooh, unconventional, uncon- unconventional, unconventional crushes. We love it. That's unconventional true. crushes. I, I will say this back to Orlando Jones. Like, I know he was acting. I know he was playing a character, but if you watch that, like I've watched it like at least fifteen times, and he feels. Every like that's him. Somebody like, get Orlando. Like, Somebody patch Orlando in. We need patch him. Orlando through. Child, please. Oh, listen. But we so we were we y'all was just about girl. to patch y'all was just about to patch Emmanuel Lewis my way. Now you now you're trying to whore me out to or, uh, Orlando. Listen, it's whoever, a number. Whoever thing. gets back first. Whoever team takes first. You right on that. So All right. Ready to say the other one? Go. Oh God, let me look at my list. Um, <laughs> I thought you had one right in the chamber, girl. What? Oh, I got one in the chamber. So now we're on to actors. All right. So actors. Oh, 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 go ahead. Yeah. I have a few. But my number one is Ron Cephas Jones from This Is Us and Truth Be Told. It's Poppy Schofield's daddy on Truth Be Told. I love, I literally am, he has got this about him and I'm like, he's, I mean, he's portrays to be an older man on. Oh, the black man on This Is Us, the father. Yeah. Sterling Sterling K. Brown's father. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he's Poppy Schofield's father on Truth Be Told on Apple TV. I can see it. He is an exceptional actor. When I first found out about him, I mean, I'm sure he's been around for a long time, but when I started watching This Is Us, I was like, who's this man? Because he's an exceptional actor. And then I didn't finish the series of This Is Us because it just gave me too much anxiety and it made me too much, too emotional. And I was like, I don't need this. I don't need this drama in my life. I can't watch this shit no more. And then when Truth Be Told came out on Apple, I was like, oh, that's Ron Cephas Jones from This Is Us. And his swagger on Truth Be Told, I'm like, he can get it. He All you got to do is ring my bell. And I'll be like, hey, daddy, that's a good I one. need some shoes. Go ahead, Tracy. Oh, for actors? Okay, so kind of like piggybacking off the whole Bill Burr thing. I already kind of teased out that <laughs> I love a good redhead. The mm-hmm. right, the right one. So, and this ties into Married at First Sight too. So, all that 
complaining Gina was doing. She just ain't met the right gingers, okay? Because there are some cute little redheads out here. And my redhead crush is Eric Stoltz, who's an, an actor. He was in a lot of stuff in the 80s and 90s. He yeah. Was, I think he was most famous for Mask, right? Wasn't he in Mask? He wasn't Mask. I'm trying to think of some other stuff that he was in. Because his name is more familiar than I can think of his movies. I'm going I, to do I don't even care about the acting, but just he's he's a beautiful redheaded man, like adorable. There's so many other ones, but he's my top favorite redhead. There's just something about a redheaded man with the right features, the right haircut. You know, don't sleep on them. But Eric is cute. It's hard to see yeah, him. See All it. you can see is his hair. Is his hair. <laughs> <laughs> just Google him, people. Trust me. Yeah, just Google we'll him. Picture up. He'll put his picture up. Okay, another actor for me, and I'm surprised Tanya didn't say this, but she'll probably scream when she does. But this guy, to me, is just—he's—he's he's just sexy in a in a different way. Wendell Pierce. From oh, the, wait uh, the wire gets me, but him and anything gets me. And when you see him in an interview, he just exudes like black manliness. I—he's adorable to me. Love him. Very cuddly. Cuddly. Exactly. You know, yeah, that too. But I don't, I, and when I actually think of him, I don't think of him as like unconventional because, you know, he just has everything. Yeah. When he, he cursed those people, crush. Well, well, no, when he corrected those people at that play, that stage play, mm -hmm. that was very, that was good. Because he, and I know, wanted normally, to see that play. Normally, you wouldn't break character. But he was forced. His hand was forced, mm -hmm. and that was that was sexy. The ignorance, the ignorance. Mm -hmm. But you know, another actor. I'm just gonna throw out one, one more, and then you all go. What? Oh, what's my boy? Um, huge crush, Daniel Craig as James Bond. Ah, that, you think that's not unconventional, though, Shahida? Because he's not cute. He's Daniel cute. Craig is ugly cute. Like he is ugly when you just see him regularly, you're like, mm. but when you see him as James Bond, it's a whole nother level. I'm still like, mm. he he is ugly cute, but I think you know he's white people cute. Mm. Sorry, did I say did that? You see that commercial? <laughs> That's all right. I agree with you. I agree with you, Tracy. Yeah, like for in his community, I'm sorry, is what I meant to say. He's probably considered an attractive person in our community, probably not. He's no Brad Pitt. Let's put it like that. Oh, well, mm. <laughs> Brad Pitt. Oh, no, that's my man. You lost me there, Brad Pitt. Mm. But did you see the, the the alcohol commercial he did? And he's kind of like, he, he's like dancing through the, it's a, um, I think it's bourbon Ooh. or something. Daniel Craig. No. I'll send you the link, girl. It's just, so it's so I, corny. It's so corny. It's cute to me. That it's cute. <laughs> so, All right, go so, ahead. One one that there's no disputing that he's not probably attractive to people in either or any of the communities, but I love him is John Malkovich. And that's this has been uh, a crush yeah. that's decades, decades long since Dangerous Liaison Days. If you don't know what that is, please look it up on Netflix, watch it. It's just his whole swag. And then as, as if it's even possible, they put him in white, whiter pancake makeup and make him look even paler, which is really not even really a great <laughs> look. Right. 
Right, right, right. But there's just something about him, something about John Malkovich, to the point where they made a movie called Being John Malkovich because he's that dude. Yeah. He, does, he, play, he plays good characters. I, I wouldn't... Yeah, not, he's but, no. but go ahead. What about Tanya? I got one more zinger. I got I got two more zingers, but one I, I like I like one, yours, Tanya. One in the acting field, and Lord, people in our YouTube followers, please don't come for me in the comments. But I'm just saying, Henry G. Sanders. If y'all watch Queen Sugar, he pray, he played Prosper. On Queen Sugar, the old man. I didn't watch Sugar. Uh, Who now? What Queen he, Sugar? Henry he Queen Sugar. Queen Sugar on OWN. Oprah Winfrey Netflix. What's his name? It's Henry G. Sanders. He's a senior oh, citizen. Who but was he dating the aunt or something. He at the at the oh, series. <laughs> the series. Ah, the series is over, but. He ended up getting married, but throughout the season, he was like, he's so old. Great grandfather. Serena <laughs> dropped her phone. All your granddaddies and your great granddaddies and your great uncles and everything. Oh, I am that girl. Listen, he, when, when Queen Sugar first started on OWN, I loved it. And then Prosper came along and I was like, who's this little man? And then, like, as the series kept coming each year, he's like, he's like a senior citizen, and but he had like this power and the swag and the strength that I was like, I like this little old man. Like, if he saw me in the street, I'd be like, he said, "Hey, girl," I'd be like, "Hey, daddy, buy me some shoes." I'm just not an ugly man. Don't tell me he's not an ugly man. No, he's not. I'm looking at him. I was just shocked that he was so old. But Tahita. I like a little salt and pepper. Listen, <laughs> Harry G. Sanders can get it. And that to me, from an acting standpoint, that's good acting. Because if I saw Harry, Henry, whatever his name is, Henry G. Saunders on the street. I'd be like, eh, go away, Grandpa. Like, you could be my Grandpa, my Papa. But he's well, alive. Active. You can can you see his eyes? Like they're like a light, like a light. Yes, he has like there. a he has like um. Oh, I, remember him. I remember him. I remember him on the show. He looks good. No, I'm not mad. That's a black man. He, he actually looks like my um aunt's boyfriend. <laughs> you better tell your auntie don't bring her boyfriend around me because I'll be like, hey, prosper. <laughs> So let me tell you, so my aunt's already like in, well into her 60s and her boyfriend, I think he's in his 70s. And when I met this guy, like we were having great conversation. I was like, this guy is a great conversation and very good looking man. I can, I'm like, I can see it. Yeah. So that's my, that's my dude, Prosper. All right. I mean, well, Henry G. Saunders, I should, Sanders, I should say. I, I think he's hot. He wears if I you could, watch, I could, for anybody that watches Queen Sugar, like you'll see him with his little blue jeans on and his little shirt and shit, and he's just got his little boots on and he's walking and I'm like, go ahead, bro. Are they in New Orleans? So he is yes. Yeah. Okay. So Tanya, you said once that you you weren't really considering getting married again, but would if 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 Henry G. Saunders 
No. <laughs> no. That's a, that's like she said it so quick. No. Listen to me. Let me just make this very clear. If Chris Rock rang my bell tonight or Dave Chappelle rang my bell tonight, no like, I love you. I want to marry you. I'd be like, you know what? No, we can't. can't let's just do the Hollywood thing and just, you know, you got I your I wouldn't place. marry either one of them either. I, I'm not marrying anybody anymore. Been there, done that. I don't Henry care who G. you are. Saunders, I think, yes. Who? Um, Henry G. Saunders, yes. Henry G. Saunders, I, I don't I wouldn't marry him, but I would I would because he's an older gentleman, I might invite him into my home to live and, okay. and take care of him for the rest of his life until he dies. Now I wouldn't marry him. I wouldn't marry him. I just I just don't have I have no desire to get married again. I'm a, I'm been there, done that. I'm good. Um, and I don't even want to date anymore. Listen, that's a whole nother podcast. I ain't even dating. We good. I'm retired. I'm All just right, preparing you, you. I'm preparing you in case Orlando, you know, comes through. Orlando Jones. Or something. You can take me out. And we can have a nice night. Um, okay. I, I only have one zinger. My list is kind of small. I only have one zinger. And I feel actually I have two zingers, but I don't even know one of them's names. So <laughs> maybe it's only one. <laughs> But I'm no, I'm gonna hit y'all with my real zinger, and I only discovered that it was even a thing earlier this afternoon when I was compiling my list. So my zinger crush, and this is just a crush, is Niecy Nash's wife, Jessica Beth. That's a hot bitch. I'm sorry, she cute. <laughs> I had to walk away. I had to walk away because birthday twin. I agree. Like, so here's, here's, she doesn't have the equipment that I need. Right. However, I love how she dresses. She just has a presence about her. And if she invited, if I was single, right? And she was like, do you want to go on a date? I would have to think about it. Here's the thing. I don't even know what to say about that because you got me shook right now. <laughs> Jessica Betts, I'm saying. Right. I agree with you. That's why I had to get up and, and take me a step away because that is a zinger like no other. Really? Um, That's why I saved it for last. She, Jessica Betts, I've seen her on... Niecy Nash's Instagram, I've seen them do interviews together. She exudes a level of swagger and confidence that most men that are born men will never possess. And I, so when Niecy Nash made this announcement, got married, married a woman, had never in publicly dated a woman before, like nope. under normal circumstances, I'd be like, she is bugging. She's like, that's what I said when Ann Hayes did it, right? With Ellen. But it makes sense for me with Niecy Nash. I get it. I wish them the best. Yep, I, I agree. I wish with them you. the best, but I, I cannot with her. <laughs> with Niecy? No, I, I love Niecy with oh. her wife, with her wife. Yes. It's, she's an absolute turn off for me. Like when I see her I like in interviews and stuff, I, it's 
I get what you all saying about, you know, what, you, like Tanya, you said there's a swagness about her that she exudes that no man can, can deal, can actually do. And it's the opposite for me. She's, to me, I'm looking at her and I'm like, she's just trying too hard to be that pimp daddy. I think it's effortless. Person. I don't think she's trying at all. I agree. All. No. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know. She could because, definitely because, hold my hand. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, here's the thing. I'm, I, I don't. I'm not, I'm not gay. So, or I should, I shouldn't say that, but I mean, I'm not gay, but at the end of the day, like, I don't know how I, I would, how receptive I would be to that. But all I'm going to say to this with regards to Jessica Betts is that if I didn't know who she was, let's not get it twisted. She presents straight masculinity masculinity so if I, we was out having our diva brunches and she walked in she's not ugly from a male perspective i'm looking at her as a man not a woman i can't see it i'm not i'm not looking at her as a woman like a trans gender looking man. as a person just like right as, as a person a person but I'm looking, I'm also looking at her as a man. So if I, we were sitting at brunch, like we was at brunch the other day, if she walked in with her outfit and whatever, and the swagger that she presents, I would straight, my feminine brain would look at her and be like, like, who is he? I'd be like, who is he? He's handsome. And I like his swagger. Now, obviously, that would be a whole nother conversation to be had if, you know, we got to talking and then come to find out that you're like a, a woman. That's a whole nother conversation. But initially I'd be like, oh yeah, he's cute. He's kind of like, he's something he's, I'd look at him. I'd give, I'd, I'd, I'd be like this at the bar. Like, Hey, Hey. Oh, hey, she could definitely send me a drink down. Like send me a drink. I'll take it. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm with it. That was that was a <laughs> brain turner right there. My brain is still frozen. <laughs> it's all if it's that's that's hey, unconventional crushes. Unconventional crushes. I, I don't think <laughs> I've ever looked at the thing is I don't think I've ever looked at a woman and thought in those terms i've looked at one like oh my gosh she's so fine blah 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 but would it make me feel like oh I, I don't think i've ever felt that way no i've never felt that way but here's the thing i don't know if like i said i've women we we compliment each other all the time like we just did it at brunch when when those young girls was walking in with their funky their fabulous ass outfit they were great and they oh, looked so absolutely amazing. And we were like, I was like, yes, queen, get it. Sit down. We love you. But again, with a Jessica Betts, again, I'm, I'm saying this as if I didn't know who she was. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? If I was sitting at a bar or at brunch somewhere and she walked in, I'm, when I look at her, my brain is going to be like, oh, that's a, that's a, that's a good looking dude. I'm not going to think that's a woman. 
I'm gonna think that's a, a it's just a it's there's a whole vibe there. It's like an energy. Yeah, yeah. I think it's that's more of her energy yeah. than anything because right. she looks like a woman to me, but her energy is very masculine. It's you know she does have a vibe about her. And I do like the relationship that they have. I just said when I see her in interviews and stuff, it's always I don't know, it, it, it's it's a lot. She's putting but I think that's part of the whole unconventional crush thing is like there are these little things that make right make other people tick. I think I was saying to you guys, like sometimes it could be just the way someone's penmanship looks to me, and I'm just like, oh my God, look at their beautiful penmanship, or the shoes are just on point, or the teeth are just popping. It it's just like these little things in there. It's just an instinct, just nothing that's that the person's like, you know, it's not any one thing, you know what I mean? It's right. just the thing that that sets you off. Just like Bill Burr, it's like he's really not trying to do anything. Uh-uh. Yeah, like a lot of my unconventional um, crushes are actually political commentators. Oh, not Bill Maher. Well, okay, let's end it on this. Who's your, all right, so who is your political, who's your political commentator, unconventional crushes? Shahida, will let you start. So I told you guys Ari Melder, but I don't think that's unconventional because he's just, (laughs) Tanya. That's pretty unconventional. (laughs) You think so? Okay. It is. It is. Most people don't have crushes on political comments. But it's more, it's actually more on people that I can't see. So it's their voices or stuff. Like right now, I don't know what this guy looks like. I don't want to know what he looks like. His name is Andrew um, Levy and he has a podcast, Abnormal Abnormal, um, Times or something. It's, I have a crush on him. But I don't know what he looks I like. And I'm, just on his voice. Just on his voice and the way he thinks politically. And I'm scared. I don't want to. I don't want to know what he looks like. I know he's a white guy. <laughs> and he's with this. His host is Danielle Moody, who's a lesbian. But I kind of, I, I kind of like her vibe too. Not the same way as you guys with Jessica Betts, but it's called the New Abnormal. So I, I have a huge crush on this guy. I'll have to look it up in his voice. Oh yeah, I'll listen up. I'll look it up. What he says, not his voice per se. Mm -hmm. Tracy, do you have any political unconventional crushes? I don't. So I think this counts because it's unconventional in the sense that he's gay. And I think he counts because it's Don Lemon. Love him. So cute. I have a little crush on him. I can see that. I can definitely. I think a lot of people do. I think a lot of people do, whether they want to admit it or not. But yeah, he. And then when he when he goes on like a rant, because I don't. When he's drunk on New Year's Eve, child, girl, I live for New Year's Eve with Don Lemon in New Orleans, showing his whole ass. Give him his drinks back. Like stop. Let him have. Oh yeah, they, what, they, ooh, they. Ooh, and and Anderson Cooper. Yeah, no, he doesn't do it for He's me. Okay, you me. know what the worst one is for me, and I, you know, I'm not even gonna say. But um, go ahead, Cheetah. No, no, with the cats no. out the back now, I don't said a woman. That's Just a woman. say it, cause you know everybody want to know. You opened your mouth. And. <laughs> 
Say it. Who, who's it, George Stephanopoulos? <laughs> no, it's actually 10 times worse than that. How can it be? It's not anybody on Fox. That's oh, I was about to flatline, child. I was about to be like, bitch, no. don't have me get in my car because I will drive my ass to Providence. I, right was, now. I was bringing my face to you so you can smack it. Don't worry. It's not, <laughs> it's not that. Is it Rachel Mack? <laughs> so that's it. We're going to wrap it up. Promise, Rachel Mack! <laughs> You gotta, you gotta. No, I'm messing with that. I'm messing with you. Rachel, know not Rachel, Rachel, Rachel. But Tracy, I, I, you know what? I said that. You stand her. I did used to look. I, I, that's my girl. But it's, it's okay. not her. We, we go with that. We go with that. It's not her. <gasps> well, then who is it? Come on. I I am I not ending this. We I am not ending this recording. Know. I'm not ending this recording until you say it. I sit here all night. Okay, let me explain. It's like a person that you, that I yell at this person every morning, <laughs> like all the time. <gasps> not <laughs> fucking morning, Joe. Not Joe. I'm sorry. <laughs> Thank God I've got my goblet. So on that note. <laughs> That's okay. It's okay. It's okay. We, we still we, love you. I we still like love you. Very cleansing. It was it was during the pandemic. He was playing that corny ass guitar all the you time. Got, you're about to start crying. She's having a moment. She's having a pandemic moment, and I'm feeling it. It was at least, at least, at least, corny at least ass didn't say Fauci. Say Fauci. No. <laughs> yeah, no, not Doctor Fauci. He's like a hundred. No, thank you. I don't even know why. How it started. I know it was during the pandemic, and it's, it's, it grosses me out a little. I don't know why. It's, and then, and then yeah. Mika together. It's just like, I, I, you know what? I don't like, I'm not a fan of hers. I don't mind Joe, but I don't, I'm not a fan of hers. That's why yeah. the way she talks, like every time, like, because here's the thing I wake up early. So my morning routine is, you know, I'm usually up by like 4 15, 4 30, and then five o'clock, I put it on MSNBC and I watch like, it's way too early for this shit with yeah. John. <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean, that's the way, that's what it should be called because I literally wake up every morning. I'm like, I can't believe I'm literally turning my TV on to watch this shit at fucking five o'clock in the morning. But here that's we are. That's a great name for a show. Actually. Yeah, it's just way too early for this shit. It should be <laughs> too early for this shit. It's just up too early, isn't it? Or way, way too early or something? It's it, says way, it, yeah, it says way too early with Jonathan Lemire. But I'm mm -hmm. like way too early for this shit because my I'm just shocked that my ass is up. And then after it is Morning Joe. And I've tried to watch it because I'm a fan of, um, what's his name? Willie? Willie? What's his name? Willie Geist. Willie Geist. I like Willie Geist. And I don't have a problem with Morning Joe. My problem is Mika. Micah? Mika? <laughs> Mika. I can't watch it. I will I will have it on and then it's I'll listen to Willie 
and I'll listen to Joe. And as soon as Michael opens her mouth, I can, I am like running towards the remote. Like, like it's like the, it's like the, Aww. let me just give you, let me give you the visual. So, you know, when the dog commercials come on in the arms of the angel, I literally will, I will OJ, I will OJ sprint over the bed and over the couch to grab the remote to change the channel. Cause I don't want to see poor animals getting killed and left out in the cold. When Mika's voice comes on, I'm like, where's my goddamn remote? I got to turn this to friggin' WCVB and watch a local shoot and local news. All right, let's not tell anybody that, but let's let's let's, let's end it. What anybody else? I, I think I, I don't think there's anywhere to go from here. Yeah, I don't I think we're good. <laughs> oh yes, you ended it. You ended it on a good thing. Morning say, yo. That was a high note. <laughs> Shahida's Shahida's boo thing. Morning yo. <laughs> don't tell nobody. Don't tell nobody. Oh, what's all gonna be on the internet soon? <laughs> oh, Lord. So, all right. I mean, if there's anything we garnered from all this is that, you know, we about to hook Tanya up with some hot boys. And we're all like five dimensional. <laughs> we get the three. We're like five dimensions up in here. We're everywhere. We, we're, we're, we're all over the place with it. Hey, yes, we don't, we we don't discriminate. No, we don't. That, hey, that's the, that's the, the, the message of the night. We ain't discriminating. We, we ain't got, we ain't talking about no ageism. We ain't talking about no racism. We ain't talking about nothing. We just like who we like and crush well, on. We didn't Lisa. name anybody young though. Nobody was very young on our list. I didn't have anybody young on my list. I mean, if you I had really to pick one young that way. Huh? I don't know if I like August Alcina seems to be available. Girl, you don't want that situation <laughs> shit. I can't believe you said <laughs> that. The whole 20 seconds. I'm like. Girl. He is cute though. My well, yeah, no, I don't have anybody young. I think the youngest one on the list was what we talked about when we was at brunch, Steve Urkel. Oh, but not the actor. Oh, not okay. the actor that portrayed him, not Julia White, but I like Steve Urkel because oh, I kind oh, of I I am kind of prone to like nerdy guys and I like the the whole okay. brain thing. So So a young one, like weird, unconventional, would be Kodak Black. That's like yeah, my dirty secret. Okay. Steve Urkel is my dirty secret. Kodak Black is Tracy's dirty secret. Who's your dirty secret, Shahida? Come on. I already said my dirty secret. Anybody else? Oh, morning, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> no, oh, yes, morning, Joe. We're going to pick a young, a young one under 30. A young, young would probably be, oh, Spider-Man. Tom Holland. Okay. As long oh, as okay, Tom Holland. Holland. Because I'm like, motherfucker, everybody can like, Spider-Man. No, I thought she was going Miles Morales. I'm like, girl, that's too young. Oh, yeah, but the cartoon is so good. Can I be in the cartoon? Yeah, that's a good one. Okay, though. Tom Holland is good. Tom Holland is good. That's in days, man. Is you, you, you ain't you ain't ever together? I thought they broke it. I thought they broke up, but no. here we go. Oh no, They're the guy together. from you the guy from Euphoria. Which the, one? The drug dealer. Oh Lord. <laughs> now we're now we're digressing. Let's stop. Let's just also, stop the last hour. I've never oh, seen Euphoria. Jesus. Huh? I haven't seen Euphoria. 
Okay. You got to watch that, Shahidi. You got to cue so that up. You're going to call out from work. You're going to watch Euphoria and Boardwalk Empire this week. Okay. You, yes. You got to take two weekends in a row. One weekend, watch Boardwalk Empire, and the other weekend, watch Euphoria. I, know, I didn't watch Boardwalk Empire. That's Tanya. Like right up my alley, and I didn't catch it. The Strays. <gasps> I did, did you watch I watched it? I watched it. Okay. One. Okay. Let's let's end this by talking about it because <clears throat> I watched it. Are you going to talk about it now? Well, we okay. talk about it okay. now. Let it go. Spoiler alert. It's gonna be a spoiler alert, but I liked it, and I paid attention. I, I took your advice, and I literally sat here. I watched it yesterday. I watched The Strays first, and then I watched Chris Rock. Mm-hmm. And I put my phone down. I put my phone on vibrate because I was like, I don't want to be disturbed. And I watched The Strays. I liked it, mm-hmm. but it didn't didn't do anything for you. Didn't do anything for me. She did. She did what I anticipated her to do is to run away again. And I was like, I didn't anticipate is that, that. It? I'm glad you saw it. it. But when she did it, I was like the kids. I was like. Because it happened so late in the movie, mm-hmm. I thought she was gonna come and like save the kids and maybe like go upstairs and get a gun. Homegirl bounced. I was like, oh. but I love that for the movie because it just showed. It, it wasn't a tidy ending. It wasn't a happy. It was like it really was a jaw dropping ending because she was basically like, "Fuck all them kids." And yeah, husband. So yeah, I, I really like the ending because like the 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 beginning it was going in different directions and I, I was just trying it to was figure it out. I, I it was unpredictable. I I unpredictable. And that's Agreed. what's wrong with a lot of stuff now. It was like you can kind of figure out what's gonna happen. I could not figure out what was happening no. in this movie. And, and that's an English movie kids. for you. They do a, the English. Twist. Koreans and Asians, you know, other Asian um, countries do a real good job, in my opinion, of keeping you guessing and mm-hmm. not figuring it out until the end. So I, I, really, I, I liked it. Like, I felt like you did, Tanya. In the beginning, it was just like, I was just trying to figure it out. The writing wasn't like super great, but mm-hmm. there was a nice th- um, mystery to it mm-hmm. that kind of tied up in the end. And I love the ending. I, I, I liked love- it. Don't get me yeah. wrong. I liked I liked the movie, um, but I just kind of saw the writing on the wall. Like I was like, he would, and then of course me, you know me being me, I'm pausing. I'm like, shit, what the, we got like five minutes left. I'm like, I'm screaming at the TV like, do something, bitch, kill your husband, kill them, kill them kids, kill somebody. I want to see some shit. I want to see some blood and guts. And when she fuck, when you when she fucking you heard the the, the feet. Tapping, 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 running, and the door shut behind her, and I was like, and then the motorcycle—that's oh yeah. I'm like, bitch, done left. She done left again, and I'm looking at them kids like, y'all, y'all shocked. <laughs> like the, the best, best, best line in the movie. Where's mom? <laughs> exactly. Out. God. Out. Mom, mom, mom is on to the next 
city Brent. in England the to build Brent. a whole new family. Where her, it, just, where it showed she was the most dangerous character in that movie. No matter who had a machete, no matter who was threatening who, yep. she was the baddest bitch in the movie. Yep. Yep. Cheryl, yep. Cheryl slash me. Oh yeah. Yes. That and behind her eyes. Is it behind her eyes? To me, those are two good Netflix movies. And that, that, that movie I haven't seen Behind Her Eyes, so I'll I'll cue that up and I watch. Say it. another word, please watch. Say it's nothing. A series though, nothing. it's a series. I think it's like four episodes. I saw it. I saw it on my Netflix, but I didn't. Um, the ending. I didn't about it. If you get this ending, Tanya, then you need to sit down and write. You shit. need to write. <laughs> That ended took me. Me too. Of uh, behind her eyes. Yes. Yeah. Okay, I'll watch it. Okay. I'll watch it this week. All right, All right guys. Well, here we are. Thank Tracy. You Thank, Thank you so much. All right, everybody. We'll be back on Friday to talk about Married at First Sight. So we love you guys. I'm the person that likes it. <laughs> Here we go. Okay. Shh. Here we go.